This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. Fire has started, man. And let me tell you one thing about what had happened way earlier on during our very initial stages. I remember we had tried knocking on doors for corporates. Now we're doing these gigs and thousands of young people are coming. And we talked to guys like Coca-Cola, would you guys be willing to come on board? And they'll be like, no, we're not interested in that space. And I remember Oscar was getting frustrated. And I told Oscar, even radio stations um, at that time. So I remember telling Oscar, man, Oscar, don't worry. The time is going to come when these guys will come looking for us. For us, right now, let's mm-hmm. just focus on what we need to do. But the time will come when these guys will come looking for us. So now the gospel music industry is Taishi Kain, man. You're not on TV yet. We're not on TV yet. Good. Yeah. No, we're not on TV yet, man. This is now. TV is a story on its own. Yeah. So in 2006, we do TSO again. This December. time at Nairobi Baptist. At Nairobi, Nairobi Chapel. Chapel. So Nairobi Chapel. When it was on Gong Road. They're going to Gong Road, Impala Grounds. And again, we underestimated the number of people who would come for this gig. The lines were so long. <laughs> Oh my word. And it wasn't free. It, it wasn't was, free yeah. now. Yes. Now we're charging guys 200. So, but the lines were so long. Uh, we had two arenas. One outside where the DJs were and one inside. You know where the artists were performing. So the DJs were performing at the hockey grounds. And the main arena was where uh, Nairobi Chapel had a tent. And I could not believe the number of people who came. And we got our first sponsorship at that gig with Celtel. <laughs> the first time you are getting paid to do missions yep. it's not at people donating or giving you this is the, a corporate coming in a corporate coming in and do you know who was in charge of market was the marketing director there Nancy Anna Othoro Oh Anna Othoro yes because she knew she's like these guys have the numbers the people are coming the people are coming for this gig and we went before we even got this we had to meet with our entire marketing team and tell them about TSO what's happening how many guys are coming how we going to make sure that they get publicity and all those things so we had to go and have a whole meeting to convince our team kekru is a gr- is is a root is a ground up movement mm-hmm. you It's, may not have been known on media or anything apart from maybe the the kubamba shows mm-hmm. but qua grounds with the youth demographic we are so there man mm. till today till today they can take away the media it's fine you but can't man, touch our ground movement on ground that's where we live that's where that's where we that's our That's our sweet spot. That's our sweet spot. The man. million people you're talking who oh, you've bro, met face to face. Bro, is, when we talk with young people, man, and they come and they tell you about you know how you've touched their life and they come and ask you questions whether it's about career, whether it's about the faith, whether it's about the things that they're struggling with. Uh, Richie, that's that's just brilliant, man. And it's across the country, not even the country because you've penetrated, you've done stuff in Uganda, but we're coming to that. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about entering to TV. So Entered to TV. Or is there something else you look like you wanted to say? Yes. I was going to say in 2007. So 2006 now we do TSO at Nairobi Chapel. Mm-hmm. In 2007 we decided to be crazy to take TSO on the road. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. So we went to... Um, I remember we went to... In April of that year, 
we went to Nak we went to Nakuru in April. That was the first time you're taking TSO That's outside the first time Nairobi. So outside Nairobi. Went to Nax. Here we are going to Nax. We don't have chums. We don't have a sponsor. Can I ask a question first, even? What's with you and the growth mentality? Why are you taking it? Why why don't you just keep doing what you're doing? It's working. It's Be getting bigger numbers. Because in Nairobi, we can't keep the gospel in one space. We needed to expose more people to the gospel in a manner that's relevant to them. We needed to expose the gospel to young people beyond Nairobi. Mm -hmm. So we went to Nakuru, April 29th, 2007. And we're going to Nakuru and we have no chums. <laughs> we, it was a complete faith project, man. I remember the Friday, you guys are coming on Saturday. And first, thank God, Yani, Bishop uh, Mark Kariuki, the son is a good friend of ours and a fan of the show. So they say, Nikki says, Kujeni Mazi to party accommodation. So I'm sleeping at Bishop Mark Kariuki's house in Nax. Yes. And so they were not there. So it was just Nikki, the sister, and us guys. So I'm there with Chukush. But I have guys who are coming the next day <laughs> the saturday so we're there for like three days but then we have guys coming on the saturday for the gig because earlier on we we're going to distribute posters and flyers so we made sure that the same quality of posters we we're doing in nairobi and flyers is what we took to nakuru mm. so we, con we got some cash did good posters and flyers in nakuru would go guy give guys flyers they would just would be like kapana stacking because they thought the flyer is a ticket they were going mm. to ask them for cash yeah I mean, it's a good quality flyer. <laughs> Many of them say this, Taki. You know, it's a flyer. <laughs> so, um, so Friday comes, we don't have accommodation. Guys are coming on Saturday, what do we do? Pastor Janet. Pastor Janet, Pastor Janet, Pastor Janet. At this time, she's a Nairobi chapel. She's always been a chapel. Yeah. Pastor Janet, you are like one of the most amazing, wonderful sisters that God has blessed me with. I'm sorry I don't tell you enough times. But Pastor Janet Yani has always, always been a believer, man, of us. As in, we'd reach out to her and be like, Pastor Janet, man, we're stuck. What do we do? She makes calls and then she says, okay, go to this hotel. It's owned by a, a congregant of the church. Tell them, are you joking, Moose? That's what would happen. That's exactly what happened. So how guys ended up sleeping at that hotel? I remember the hotel. Are... I'm trying to remember the name. Yeah, it, but it's just near the road. I you remember. You can write it. it down there. It was because of Pastor Janet, man. The owners opened up the hotel for the entire crew to go sleep there. We're like forty guys. Meals provided. Saturday, Sunday, we leave on Monday. The sound system, we got it from Nairobi to take, from Nairobi projectors to go to Nax to set up. They charged us such a ridiculous fee I could not even believe. <laughs> and that's the gig that we even had heart and soul. Do you remember? Yes, yes. And, and, and they were a full band. And also, um, Shile Monyiga's brother. Yes, Rokovages. Yes, Mark and the guys. Paul uh, Kimeto yep. and all those guys. Man, it was such a great experience. 
but we went there without cash and the gig was so amazing richie hey, Moses, so amazing your currency is faith then the following holiday august <laughs> nabado one more place to go kisumu where do we go kisumu kisumu city no budgets but something amazing happened man a week before the gig sitam hope fm not even hope fm yeah. sitam call and they're like you know uh we've been trying to ask them so man they called and said we're going to give you guys 100 g's that 100 g's allowed us to do tso kisumu now here we've gone all this crew man all these guys in kubamba we're going we don't even have places to stay So it's our friends Akina Linda. So we had guys scattered all over man if you remember. But I didn't know that we were going without money. How <laughs> did have come? Man, but you know from an, like now I'm hearing the story like this from the first time. In I fact did. I have pictures where I am put, pulling up the Hope FM banner. That gig we had no tunes. Zero. We had the 100 gigs given by Sitam and probably whatever it is that we had but it wasn't we would not if we were, if we were looking at it from a monetary perspective would not have done the things that we were able to do that's insane accommodation guys just open up their doors a friend of ours bobby wafula bob his family lived in in kisumu they hosted a couple of guys my boy from all over opened up his house a couple of us stayed there that's what Linda Ugalo, a couple of guys stayed with her <laughs> hey Moses. it's It's just what God does man. So we did the gig in Kisumu. That was one of the hardest gigs we've ever done. I cannot wait to go back to Kisumu and and like I feel we haven't gotten the breakthrough that we need in Kisumu. Mm. It's the one place I'm like man something needs to happen. Something needs to happen. But most you guys still kept to this madness oh, because man. after Kisumu after Kisumu we went for the next one now. <laughs> went to Mombasa, Kosto, <laughs> TSO. And again, we decided to do a fundraiser at Mamlaka on a Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. It was the same night that we were going to depart <laughs> to go to Kosto. It was on a Thursday. The same night we were going to depart to go to Kosto. So, Njugush went ahead of us, tried to get a place where guys can stay, and there was nothing. Njugush took the car that we had, the only mm-hmm. car that we had. KW went to to uh, to Mombasa tried looking for guys to host us something to happen man even he couldn't get accommodation Jugush was sleeping in the car what you need to interview Jugush I am going to Jugush was sleeping in the car and man just praying and asking God please come through for us where are we going to sleep because there's a busload of guys about to come from Nairobi Thursday night we do the 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 a concert to raise cash to go to Costo at Mamlaka Hill Chapel only a few guys came we got to get about 20 20 th- maybe like 23000 shillings um so that evening guys got to the bus and we left and the 23000 is over <laughs> and so but the the transport actually cuz it was like 1000 shillings okay, yeah, ahead yeah, yeah. so we had to pay for that transport for guys then we've gone crazy we've even said Uh, for guys who are listening to us on Kubamba, 
you know, we want to give an opportunity for two of you guys to come and join us for this trip. So we're going to expose ourselves, Banna. And we could not renege what we had said. So we had to honor it. And one of those people was Joanne. No way! Joanne Waweru. Yeah. Who eventually ended joined, up working with yeah, us. Yeah, she joined K-Crew. One of the freshest, freshest people I've ever gotten an opportunity to know. She joined K-Crew from a competition. From, an from that opportunity, we all bonded and none of us wanted to let her go. It was just a perfect fit. So we arrive Mombasa. So we arrive in Mombasa. <laughs> so Njugusha talked to the manager at that time for Milele Beach Hotel, Anthony Jaramba. So Anthony had said, you know, actually, Sawakujeni, you guys can camp over here. So he had a space for camping. So the one thing we knew we were living with was a few tents, if you remember. Yes. So that at least Njugusha had sorted out. But in terms of meals, we were living here with 23 Gs. We had no food. We have all these guys who were coming along. Accommodation, it's costo. Think about the ants, the humongous ants and things like that that are there. And I remember uh, when, we, when we got down to the coast uh, and, uh, you know, we were taken all the way to, the bus was kind enough to take us straight to Milele Beach Hotel. When we got there, uh, the first guys went to chill at the, at the beach. Yep. Because it was too early. The only meal that we had with us was Vabal's mom used to work for a drinks company. I can't remember which drinks company this was. But she gave us all this juice in one liter packs and the small ones. The small juices for squeeze. And then because the previous day when we had the concert, we had cooked up all these sausages. I know we had sausages, yes. <laughs> so we took those ones with us. So that's all we had for meals. In fact, that breakfast, when you guys, when we go to Coastal like at 6.30 in the morning to the hotel, that's what we dished out to guys first. So guys were, went to the beach and they're chilling. At least we're in a nice scene. But all wondering, Maze, where are we going to sort out the issues of accommodation? We are not wondering. As uh, we are celebrating that we're at Milele Hotel. Uh, <laughs> Milele Beach. Milele Beach, yes, Milele Beach. We don't know about the drama that you and Jugusha are going through. Did you not know? Yeah, I didn't know. Okay, maybe it's just me. I was just waiting to go and start eating breakfast at the hotel. I'm just yeah, like, yeah, you didn't even know us? how that breakfast came about. So what happens then? Because we had breakfast. So now, we didn't have cash for breakfast and we're not going to order for breakfast in the hotel. That was not an option because we didn't have money for it. So the manager came at 8.30, Anthony. So Njugush met with him. Uh, I think I met with him as well. And man, he was like, what was happy? you know, just chilling by the beach, enjoying themselves. So he say he went to the kitchen and told his staff members, organize breakfast for these guys. What? Organize breakfast for these guys. So we came and we hollered, guys, breakfast is served. <laughs> <laughs> so all this crew, man. <laughs> this all is crew. insane. And all the meals were provided at Milele Beach Hotel. The other we, thing that he did was he gave us two a, apartments. Yes, he gave us two rooms. Two apartments, Proper, man. like even with upstairs, yes. I remember, yeah. Two apartments with beds. So many guys got accommodation in the houses. And a few guys eventually ended up camping. Which was fun. It was that even was an experience. Dude, it was so too. much fun, man. We had two swimming pools. And we had meals throughout. The hotel catered for that, man. Now... 
again pastor janet <laughs> we hear the coast maze what do we do is like in fact we've been trying to see what we can do for you guys eh we'll send you guys 120 g's they sent you guys she sent us 120 g's for us to do the mission of the coast now as we're doing this mission of the coast we're ready to secure the venue to no exactly. we're ready to secure the uh, municipal the grounds. grounds to go to the concert there but then on saturday at 3 p.m. the cops call us and say your gig has been cancelled at the grounds and we ask them why because political rally raila ODM. has a gig <laughs> i don't even know if it's called odm odm yes they're going to do a gig where at tononoka grounds and there's no way they can handle two two gigs at the same time within such close proximity so our gig was cancelled i remember we prayed man we prayed and we told jugush just go try in mombasa pentecostal church so jugush walked up to mombasa pentecostal church on the saturday afternoon when we're supposed to be having our gig the gig was on sunday oh, yeah, sunday, sunday after yes, yeah, yeah. but we don't have a gig well, we don't have a venue yeah, we don't have a venue for hours man we prayed all of us came together to pray and mombasa pentecostal church just like that like oh yeah karibuni just like that i will never forget that church man because they didn't know us for madam we never mm. done anything at their church mm. but they so yani so lovingly opened up the doors for us to go into the gig that's how we did here so mombasa mombasa as in most when i'm hearing your story i've said it and i want to say it again just for those listening mm-hmm. faith is your currency oh it is 100 And sometimes it's not worked. I remember even flying with you to Uganda. Mm-hmm. Uh, which again, I didn't understand where you were going, but it sounded like it was just a faith journey for you to try and enter there. Mm-hmm. I do know later on you entered, maybe small time mm-hmm. here and there, but faith is truly your currency. Bro, since that time, we just eventually this year broke through to Uganda. No way. This year. Dude, that was like over 10 years ago so i'm talking with my friend now the, our colleague from uh, from uganda he's called daniel daniel luasa so daniel is on who's heading kubamba in uganda so i'm like daniel you have no idea how many times we've tried to penetrate into ug but we've never had the breakthrough because we don't have the point person mm-hmm. to lead this thing and here it's finally happened now now it's just finally happened so, oh man Let me let me let me touch on something. And I'm first let me say I'm very excited about I'm ridiculously excited about UG. Once this God willing, if it's God's will, once this whole pandemic is over for corona, I think UG is the next place to look out for. I'm very excited about it, man. Kubamba UG. Finally, man. After all these years. Back to Costo. So we finished the gig. Fantastic experience, man. We had a great time. Oh man, that was epic. That yeah. was epic, man. Epic, epic. That's the time when I met a young kid by the name DK. DK? Yes. Kwenye beat? Yes. And he so desperately wanted to go on stage and I said, "No." <laughs> he came with heart and soul. What? Babe, did you come to Kosto? You came to Kisumu. DK came with heart and soul. And there were you know guys of heart and soul like yeah this is this is a young guy you know he's a young kid who's coming in. His name is DK man. Moses Shadam was having on stage I said no. There's a process. Yeah. Yes. 
the same way you had said no to me you were this other guy you still know there's a process and k crew if there's a thing that i've realized is always a process on how to get to stage there's a journey you need to sort of walk it's always been it's always been and i think it's important till today till today man so Sunday evening, we finish, we have a great meal together. I think we went to one of the restaurants there. We had some nice meal, pilau. Biryani. Biryani, yay. And then, Monday morning, we wake up. So now at least, man, we can, we can exhale. We've done what God had called us to do there. And uh, a few of us went to the beach. See, there's the show over there, Maze. <laughs> you got to be, let's walk to the show. We've never done this thing, so let's go ahead and do it. <laughs> so, we've always wanted to walk to the show. <laughs> I'd never done it before, so I was like, here yeah, we have an opportunity to do it. <sighs> so, those punks, there was... First, let me say, on Saturday night, we had an incident. Before TSO, Mombasa. Moods from 501 got some really bad ulcers. Mutua Matheka. And he had to be taken into the hospital that night. It was bad. So Jugush took him quickly Maze, to Aga Khan Hospital, you know, from, uh, and that was a big, it was a bit scary for us. Mm. But we were glad that, you know, he got attended to, he was able to join us uh, the next day in, in the after. So, Monday morning. So, a couple of dudes, they look and they're like, you know, we need to walk all the way to the beach, it's, it, all the way to the shore. <laughs> we always talk about the reef, the reef here and it looks good, so let's walk yeah, the reef. Buddy. So this was around nine o'clock in the morning. We went and told our friends, uh, you know, um, Vabol and those guys, Sisi Tunenda, Reef. That was myself, Esther, <laughs> and Johnny Celeb. Johnny Celeb. <laughs> was Celeb there? Yeah, it's Celeb. <laughs> Moots and Wale. Alex from 501. Yep. It was five of us. Yep. So out of the five of us, we had two tubes <laughs> <laughs> for saving our lives. <laughs> So when we all went down to the reef, it was a good experience, man. We're all walking, you know, some places you get to, the water gets deep a little bit. Then you come out and there's a place you can walk. I love to go Caribbean Maze Reef, but now the waters are Castai coming back. And we were like, well, maybe like 100 meters away, or maybe 50 meters away from the reef. These guys came with a boat, they were like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you couldn't hear what the guy said. I think he noticed he couldn't hear. So he got closer to us. Tokeni hapa bahari narudi. Mtazama na maji. We were like, wow, this is drama. So <laughs> we tried to turn around now to swim back to, <laughs> to get back to the shore. Maze, as we turned around to get back to the shore, basically what was happening was we it's would swim. Us. It pulls us. It pulls you back. Yeah. You try swimming away, it pulls you back. Man, we fought with that. We fought with those waves. We fought with those waves. <laughs> and then this guy here, Richie, and he got in a party party. Richie, I have to give you. We <laughs> are holding on to this tube for dear life. <laughs> We're four guys now holding on to two tubes. <laughs> Man. You got we fought with those waves. We fought. Fought with those waves. Eventually now we go to a place where we could swim back. The thing is, 
we we didn't get our lives to go out oh, man quickly quickly <laughs> we left guys at 9 o'clock in the morning to go to the reef and then we got back to the shore at 2 p.m. unakumbuk uh, i remember tired Ta- just blacked on the beach wow 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 and so it's like we start from where, from the point of entry to the ocean eh we were like a kilometer away yep. on our way back yep. from where we had left guys <laughs> as guys got back to the to the beach everyone knelt down and kissed the ground <laughs> were like the popers <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that day. <laughs> gonna die. We saw you saw death. <laughs> okay, okay, boys. We 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 I'll come back. Yeah, I want us to touch on two th- one thing mm-hmm. and then now then TV. Just okay. one thing before TV. No, actually no no. We touch on TV first because what I wanted to touch on was now the next 31st. Okay. Because the next 31st was the country had been stopped we were all live on tv mm-hmm. remember yeah we were all live on tv that was 2010 oh, that was that was later eh? when was there was 2010. an attack when there was an attack and then now the country had been stopped it was our first curfew it's like what's happening now yeah basically all events were stopped okay but before that let's touch on tv because i remember that was live on tv and in so, fact at this time you know, it was iwan citizen so basically what happened was um this podcast is part of the edify podcast network Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's e d i f i.app. Because what i wanted to touch on was now the next 31st okay because the next 31st was the country had been stopped we were all live on tv mm-hmm. remember yeah we were all live on tv that was 2010 oh, that was that was later eh? when was there was 2010. an attack when there was an attack and then now the country had been stopped it was our first curfew it's like what's happening now yeah basically all events were stopped okay but before that let's touch on tv because i remember that was live on tv and in so, fact at this time you know, it was iwan citizen So basically what happened was um no first first how did let you get talk on about TV? TV? Yeah. So remember in 2007 I talked about another highlight. Me starting a radio show with Homeboys. Yes. So the show was crossover. So in um I think in August of that year I started crossover on Homeboys and man, it was such a great experience man. So I do the shows to a show from 10 p.m. to midnight on Thursdays and and and, and on Sundays. Great experience. So in 2008 As the show continued growing, uh, I started having conversations with uh, with Mike, and Mike had just gotten a frequency. So, mm, yes. so he told me that you know yeah, yeah. he has a frequency. I got to learn that he has a frequency that he had. So I told him, Mike, would you consider giving us this frequency? We make it into a cross, into a gospel station. And you know, we had many conversations, man. Many conversations with uh, with Mike, uh, with Mike and uh, John Raba and Alf Raba, and eventually we got to the place where they said, okay. Uh we convinced them and they saw the value in terms of them giving us that frequency to make it a gospel station. That was 91.1 Power FM, Power Radio. Power Radio, Power Radio. Yes. Power Radio man was epic. So this was the first time now you were running your own station. We were running our own station. I mean, thank God that they had given you the infrastructure and everything, didn't the they? The infrastructure was set up. Yes. Askers were given the management of that frequency. 
uh, with a very minority shareholding in the in the uh, in the in the station. You know, but I think for me the exciting part was being able not to be on air 24/7 365. Yeah. Far radio. So now uh, in 2008 we did TSO at Parklands Baptist. Aha, that was big. We did it at Parklands Baptist. And that same night we launched Power Radio. Or oh, that was when you launched That's when we launched Power Radio and in ah, yeah, introduced yeah. it to the masses in 2008. And now at that time God had blessed us to have Becky come and join us. Mm -hmm. So Becky came to help us run uh Power Radio. And man, that was a good that was a significant point. Because basically um suddenly now local music now can has a place where it can be played 24 hours mm -hmm. and gospel music international music we have an opportunity now to be able to introduce people to all this music library that we have the guys only get to listen to three times a week mm -hmm. thursdays saturdays and sundays because we're still doing the show with hope fm yes oh you're still doing the show with hope fm yeah, i'm still doing the show with hope fm in 2007. so in 2008 no this was um Yeah. So in 2008 going into 2009, yes. Yes. So in 2008 going into 2009, that's when we launched Power Radio, Power Radio at Parklands Baptist when we did TSO there. Pastor Nick was a youth pastor yes. at Parklands Baptist. And um, <clears throat> it was such a fantastic experience. My wife at that time I was married. You got married. Oh yeah. When did you get married? What year? We got married in October of that year, 2008. She did not have a good experience with that TSO. <laughs> That TSO. Oh I man, she was busy chasing around teenagers who were busy explode, <laughs> uh, exploding some um, fireworks. setting off fireworks oh. in the middle of people. And then she fell in a ditch and twisted her ankle. Oh uh, <laughs> sorry, babe. She got she got introduced to youth culture. <laughs> oh man. I mean she was already she was already into oh, it yes, because yes, she was. whenever we did the gigs at Sikiliza, she was running the bar. And when I say the bar, we were selling drinks, sodas <laughs> and water. Uh, oh man, such great experiences, man. So now what how I mean this you're talking about running your own station. So literally. now we're running our own station. Mm. So what 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 are the learnings there? So running our own station of course first it, it was it, it was exciting. But basically um so eventually what we had agreed on that was going to happen didn't happen and us guys were left to run the station on our own. Mm -hmm. So there's no finances coming in. So okay. guys are loads are not available. I get. That's why like putting a strain on us. Uh it's a new station. You know, we still have not penetrated into the secular market that much. So guys in the corporate world are not feeling us that much to give us commercials and things like that. So it was very difficult. So learning the, the, the financial backing was not there. The, the the business side of running a station now. Yep. Which is a lot of work. That was a lot of work. And basically we had employees now and we didn't have money to pay them. Mm -hmm. But these guys are sold out, they're coming to work every day. So we have Soxi, uh we have uh we have Soxi, we have uh Goi. Not yet, Goi had not joined us at that time. So we had Soxi, we had uh, Bob, uh, we had Becky, we had Nancy Kihenia, we had David Njuguna, those myself, uh, those Njugush. Uh, we had a breakfast presenter, Chichi Sei. Uh, and, you know, basically we just didn't have cash to pay guys. Mm. You know, we couldn't afford it. Uh, not because we didn't want to, but uh, I don't know what had happened to homeboys at that time. Maybe they didn't have the finances to be able to, uh, to take care of people. So uh i mean it was it was a it was a big it was a huge struggle for us people yeah. love the station but man it was a huge struggle mm -hmm. 
So presenters started making presenting shows in April of that year. And uh, I remember when the presenters went on air, I think Debs and I had gone to visit the family in the UK. Uh, we had gone to do, that's when we had gone to do our wedding, yeah? She's not with us. We had gone to do our wedding in the UK, April of 09. And that's when we launched, that's when our presenters actually went on air live on, Kubamba, on, on Power Radio at that time. Mm. So, uh, man, but that was a great year for the gospel industry, man, because in August of that year, Daddy Owen launched his album, Randa Randa. Mm. System Ya Kapungala. Yeah, System Ya Kapungala. Yeah. You know, and we were the station who were running it, man. Nice, and nice. And we got to see something beautiful because the gig was happening at uh, uh, NPC Valley Road and the place was packed. Ah, it was packed. Packed. Guys were like, and yeah, there's something that's happening here now. That's the year that Daddy Owen probably scooped up all the... Those are the years. That's when he it began. It was in 2010 when he won all <laughs> the Kuva Mia Kila Kitu. <laughs> yes, he won every category, including Central Song of the Year. <laughs> With Kirero. I know. Uh, oh, man, yes. The same, the same year, man, MOG launched their, launched their album as well at Mavuno. Nice, they yeah. They pushed the album. Giuliani, <laughs> was a lot. In fact, Julian even shot Hella at your studio. Yes, Julian shot his video Hella at our studios. Giuliani launched his album, we pushed it as well. Mm. Man, it was good times, Bana. Uh, and now what happened towards the end, uh, at the beginning of, at the beginning of, at the end of 2008, getting into 2009, uh, as I was doing my radio show crossover before we launched the radio station, uh, NTV called Homeboys and they had to having conversations. So Homeboys were given airtime on NTV Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. What? But they didn't know what to do with Sundays. They didn't know what to do with Sundays. So they had content Monday through Saturday, but clueless what to do on Sundays. So Alf came and asked me, Moz, what can you do? Can you guys do something on Sunday night? I was like, heck yeah. <laughs> We've been waiting <laughs> for this opportunity, man. <laughs> Let me show you a demo that we oh, did four years before. Good point, man. So that desire that we had in 2005 the demo that we did became a reality january 2009 and that's that's when we launched crossover on ntv i mean the same crossover that dj mo is on that's that's the name even that exactly. was my radio show <laughs> in fact when you launched it it was who was the host nancy nancy was no uh, when you launched crossover yeah it was me soxi celeb and Chigush. Oh. Because it was Kubamba now yes. on television. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. You get that is. Insane. I remember even when we do high school missions, mm -hmm. you would even have a segment from yes. that high school mission to play. In fact, here is an example. Mm -hmm. Hey, what's up, man? Crossover one on one at Bush Boys, the Anidas Alliance Boys High School. Our first mission for this year, man. Check this out, man. It's gonna be big, it's gonna be tight, it's gonna be awesome, man. Your boy DJ Moses must be representing K Crew, representing Christ Jesus to the fullest, no doubt. With my boy Julian and Daniel Nyumba. Yeah, what's Yeah, man. So make sure you keep it locked right here on NTV, man. That's NTV. I'll see you. Crossover, man. First of all, let me emphasize on our importance in here. It's not just the physical appearance, but even the spiritual implication. As in, if you want to know, that a big building is going to come up. Just look at the foundation. Something of significance is some of the best brains in the country are here. Majua, you know, as we were praying, one of the things that came through for me, Annie, and we've been talking about it on BS, is the hopes of an entire generation lies with us. 
you know and for us this year we're, we're doing uh, we're doing missions with a different agenda yani we have a mission to fulfill you know we have a mission to need to accomplish yani to make sure that we we hit it and hit it well because for us we desire to see many young people coming you know turning back to mungu uh, and just being totally sold out to him coming over here to bush boys yani uh, when we go on stage you know we want us to give these students yani like the best show ever unajua as in it's like there's no tomorrow
Hi, I'm Wesley Kiputo, and in high school you are watching Crossover 101 on NTV. Yeah, the whole thing was so good. Yeah, we are grateful. You are so just. Yeah, whole thing was so nice. Yeah, mama said this JCB bana Oji Kinyama bana hadi sauti mepotea Kinyama crazy salama. How was it good? I mean, did you like it? Eish. Anyeli, imeshika, imeshika. Tu imemaliza kila kitu. Imeleta tushori. Jew down. Kabisa. Yes, and BK, remember BK? Yes, BK used to shoot it. BK, BK used to shoot Baptist. it. Yes. yes, so BK used to shoot those captions whenever we did missions and we showed them on the TV. So Kubamba now became a reality on television with Crossover. So NTV called it Crossover 101. Ah, because yeah, yeah, Crossover yeah, yeah. was already my radio show on Homeboys Radio. Oh man, this is crazy. So that desire that I had in 2005 became a reality in 2009, January. Yeah. We started the second week of January, or maybe the third week of January 2009. And we did it for... So explain to people, on TV before that, mm -hmm. the, what gospel shows were there? On TV show, on TVs before, uh, before crossover, there was Stomp. And Stomp was very popular with Arthur K, if you remember. Mm -hmm. And Arthur, basically what he had done was, I mean, he had started playing music videos and people love, say, appreciating gospel music in terms of that light now. We mm -hmm. can see the visual element of it. And of course, now I can have maximum melodies or all shooting videos. Yep. Yesu ni muema by the Eagles and all those guys, I can have you know, so all these songs are starting to get airplay. I can have Fundi Wambao, uh, including some of your songs. Yeah, you know, only one. Only one at that time. Yeah, but it's all good. Yeah. Then you had two. <laughs> so is that when U-Turn also came into the picture? Pardon? U-turn. Remember the gospel show U-turn by Steve Ominde on Citizen? Or that was after? Probably was there before. I mean, Nani, Esther Wahome used to do a show, I think it was called Shangilia, mm. on Citizen as well. Okay, I get you it. You know, it was also quite popular. Yeah. But, um, but on Sunday mornings, when we were given that time, it was called Dead Airtime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Guys are in church. No one cares much about They called it Dead Airtime. It was called Dead Airtime. I mean, say my God is in the business of raising the dead. <laughs> That's so cool. So we started and, you know, we went on doing this TV show on Sunday mornings. It just became more popular, more popular, more popular. Just dudes hanging out, having our conversations and involving guys into our, you know, uh, the audience to take part in our conversations. Mm. I, I remember we used to have a, a green screen. So we're not allowed to go with certain colors <laughs> on the show. Don't go with green, please. <laughs> I think they had a blue, they had a blue screen. So not allowed to go with anything blue because mm. you'd be transparent. So, uh, I mean, we had some really nice shows. And, but now, here now, we had the first show that's been DJed as a gospel show. So Again, videos are not just that's, being. That's another first. So now videos are not just being a played. A VDJ show. It's you a could, VDJ You can show. request and they play that song. Yes. And homeboys used to come and do the whole setup for us. All we used to do was just go with our DVDs uh, and learn how to mix the vision mix-up, switching oh, between songs. I didn't know this was a partnership with Homeboys. I mean, now Homeboys had the contract. Yes. So Homeboys now subcontracted us to do the Sunday show. I get but it. But all the setup was theirs. Yes. So us guys just used to rock up with our, uh, with our music and all the things were set up by Homeboys, which mm. I think was fantastic, Banner. So Mike and the crew, thank you very much, guys. Because they opened up the door for us. Yep. It was a huge answer to prayer. And it was an opportunity for us to be able to introduce people to a different again young people to a fresh kind of gospel so we did this for many months um i think for about nine months but then we we're not getting paid for it 
Aha, again. So we tried to make appeals, nothing was happening, so we said, let's just stop doing this. So we stopped doing crossover for a month. And then guys started asking, hey, what's happening? How come crossover is not happening? Uh, what's happening, man? This show was a good show. How come it's not happening? So they called us for a meeting. And so finally we started getting paid for crossover. Oh, nice. So, so they, they called you, they allowed you to go back. They allowed us, I mean, they allowed the, the, us to go back. Yeah. Um, and to do the show but finally now at the no end of the paid. month we had to pay we had some, yes. so it allowed us at least now to have some finances mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> and the 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 beautiful thing was um that actually it's the audience that demanded and then the bosses called us and i remember victor victor Ngei, you know called us for a meeting in his office and we highlighted our challenges and uh, he explained to us where they were. And, but the good thing was, at least we were able to get some funds to be yeah. able to do what we were doing. So we, this, we went back in November. So we did November, we did December. Um, and now that December was another turning point for us of 2009, 2010. Uh -huh. Because now here's TSO, we're doing TSO again. And uh, this time around, TSO was back at uh, Nairobi, Nairobi Chapel. Chapel. Uh -huh. <laughs> because we had issues with security cops when we were at Parklands Baptist telling us you need to reduce the volume. So we went back to Nairobi Chapel uh, and Chapel was gracious enough to be able to accommodate us there. And uh, so when we were at Chapel, uh, when, it, when it came to publicity, man, we were told we can't publicize our event at NTV. Huh? We were told we cannot talk about TSO on NTV. What? So, it's the, the, it the battles. The, no, the battles that we face come from some of the most unexpected quarters. So they say we can't talk about TSO in their station. That's not happening. I'm like, it's our gig. We've invited you guys to be a part of this gig. Mm -hmm. We've actually reached out to them to be a part to, of to, this to, gig. To film it and, and, and air it live if you want. And they refused. They refused. So we reached out to Citizen. And citizen jumped on it. They were like, yeah. And the good thing that had happened, the people don't know was in 2008, when us guys were doing TSO at Parklands Baptist, we didn't have a media house that was coming to cover it. Uh -huh. DJ Kev was doing a gig. Most of them were doing a gig at KSC. In, in, in fact, it was, it, was, it was the first time we were having those two those two, Yes, two, those two gigs, yes. two gospel gigs yeah. in close proximity. Uh on the same night. Mm -hmm. So Kev was doing the gig at City Hall, uh, no, at uh, High Court, it, yes. at the High Court grounds. Nonini had a gig, or Juakali had a gig at KC. the ballroom. Uh -huh. uh, but of course, Sakina Kev was yeah. Good job, Kev. <laughs> so the gig was at the High Court um, uh, parking lot. So NTV was sponsoring that gig. That's why we couldn't talk about TSO mm -hmm. on that platform. Oh, I get. So. Citizen wanted to go and broadcast that gig for Kina Kev. But Kev was like, listen, we can't have you guys both here yes. at the same time. You know, we already have NTV. However, Akina Moza are doing a gig at... Chapel. At uh, Parklands Baptist. Oh, yes, Parklands Baptist. Why don't Baptist. you guys go and cover that gig? So at around, seven, at around six o'clock, I got a call from Eunice from Citizen. She's like, oh, from Citizen, would like to come and cover the gig. Is it okay if you came? I was like, yeah, just come. So Citizen came. And they broadcasted that gig for TSO that night. Yes, yes. From Parklands Baptist. Yep. You know, and they loved it, but we didn't have another conversation. 
Now, this December, we've been told by NTV, we can't talk about our gig. And we reached out to Citizen, Citizen were like, yeah, we'll give you guys publicity for it. So Citizen aired our, ran, ran our publicity. So we're on NTV, doing a show on NTV, and we're doing a gig, but our gig is being advertised by on. Citizen. By Citizen. Because NTV were doing Kev's uh, gig again. We're doing Kev's gig I know, that at, night. And at KICC now. At KICC now. So we went to, so Citizen gave us publicity, and that was a Nairobi chapel. And that started our relationship with, with, with Citizen. So that 2009-2010, the MD for Citizen, Oshiro Aroro, so he's there in Costo, watching stations, and then he's seeing this gig on his station, he's like, what's going on? <laughs> because he's seeing the church is packed. Mm -mm. The place is packed. And the I remember Giuliani threw, Giuliani threw down. down. Rafton threw down. <laughs> Ringtone together with SK Blue, their song Pamela was oh, a big yes. deal. I mean, everyone. It was so, in fact, that was why I say it was the heydays. All gigs were packed to capacity. Bro, we had traffic, we caused traffic on Gong Road banner. Cars <laughs> coming towards Nairobi Chapel. That day we had a stampede. I, don't, I didn't even enjoy that TSO. Yeah. I didn't even go to mix. Because now the numbers were so crazy. Uh, people are not coming in fast enough. Yes. And man, we had almost had a stampede and we had an issue. God has been very gracious to us, man. That even the people who got injured, we were able to walk with them and take them to the hospital, those, yeah. those who are. And that was, a, that was a wake up call for us. So By the, the amount of numbers that you're attracting. The number of amount of numbers we're attracting. Yeah. So the MD for Citizen Oshiro Aroro is watching the station. He's like, what's happening with my station? As in, we have this fantastic gig, this wonderful, all these people who are there, the energy is ridiculous, fantastic time, great content, people are sober. It's a gospel gig, and guys are having a good time. So he started asking himself a question about what's happening with the gospel industry. Mm -hmm. And so they called us for a meeting and asked, if we gave you guys airtime on Sunday mornings, what can you guys do? So for me, immediately after TSO, I left the country <laughs> and I went to the UK because Debs had actually left. There's a story here. That will be a story for, the, for another time. So Debs left that December, mm -hmm. that last week. And so immediately after TSO, I went to join my wife. Yes. And at that same time is when uh, Washira called Njugush and you know, conversations started happening between Kubamba and Citizen. What can we do if we have seven hours? So I'm in the UK, so we're having conversations on email, what can happen? Uh, and the guys here sat down and they were thinking critically about what to do if we have seven hours. Understand that. He wanted to give you seven hours on a Sunday morning. On a Sunday morning. From six o'clock to? To 1 p.m. On the leading station. And I remember in the region, in not the, region, the country. In 2009, when us guys were at NTV, I remember statistics had been done and the results had come out and Citizen was like at 60% yeah. viewership in the country and everyone else. Who was taking the food, was sharing that 40%. Yeah. yeah. So now, we're having conversations about what needs to happen on Sunday morning. So I can have a Bob, Mchugush, uh, uh, Akina Soxi, they're all having conversations about what needs to happen. 
And so we came up with the concept for what needs to happen from six to one. Say six to one, six to nine, let's have a show that's focusing on a more mature audience. From nine to 11, let's do a church service. And then from 11 to one, let's do Kubamba. And on March 7th, 2010, we started Gospel Sunday on Citizen. 2010. And at the time you had Kambua in the morning. I don't know, I forget that first. I remember that first Sunday you were at Mavuno. Yes. The Mavuno Church. Yes. And then now you are doing Kubamba, the show. So Pastor M had been having conversations with Bashira Waruru. So Mavuno was our dummy. It was, our <laughs> it was your pilot. It was our pilot to see how this thing is going to work. And that first show that we did, system crashed. Number of texts that came in. What? There were like over 17,000 messages. <laughs> we couldn't handle the numbers. And Jugush was there with Kambua. Oh man, such a great, such a great partnership, man. Jugush with Kambua. Then the church services, we'd introduce the church services from the different locations. I think Becky's on side by hosting the churches from different locations. Yes. Uh, and then, uh, you know, Soxi, Celeb and I, and DJ Sanch on Kubamba from 11 to 1. That is just insane. 2010, March? March 7th. March 7th, 2010. We launched it, man. And, you know, we had such a great, such a great team, Bana. And I have to give a big shout out as well going out to Latifa, uh, who was the program's manager. At, uh, at Citizen uh, and the whole crew, man. Uh, such the guys we were with on the ground were fantastic, man. That's insane, you know. Um, so, man, it was such an that was a huge, huge turning point, and think as well for the gospel industry because yep. now we have a block of seven hours on the leading station. Remember, guys called it dead airtime before, yep, said God is in the business of raising the dead. That's insane. And now, we say something that all media houses have. Till today. Till yep. today. In fact, Soxi, Celeb, and I think Sanch mm -hmm. left to go and do that on K24. On K24. The growth that was happening, man, no one could, no one could ignore. Do you just to bookmark it here? Yeah. Yeah. You go. Talk so much. Okay. Let, let, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. <laughs>